Good day, brothers and sisters. This is Jeff Johnson. Welcome to another edition of Centurion Faith, the podcast that helps you to seek the kind of faith that makes Jesus marvel. I want to thank you for joining me today, and um, I want to apologize in advance for any background noise that you hear when I do these podcasts. I do them in a little sunroom in my house. Uh, I try to do them in the morning after doing my devotions, but I have a cat that likes to join me. And uh, her name is Dandelion, and um, our nickname for her is Feet, but that story's for another day. But she's a beautiful uh, big red tabby. We call her a tubby because she's a little on the heavy side, but she likes to interject herself in these podcasts, and I often have to try to dub her out, but I've decided not to do that anymore. So if you hear her in the background, (laughs) um, she's just saying amen. Um, But anyway, I thank you so much for joining me today. Um, I have a really good message for you today. I'm really excited about sharing this with you. It's called The Written and Living Word. The Written and the Living Word. And uh, I'm going to actually try to do something that's very hard for me to do. I'm going to try to refrain from a lot of uh, comment or too much comment and just really let the Word of God speak for itself. And I think that in doing that, um, you'll get the spirit of this message, literally. Um, not only the, the Word of God, but the spirit behind it, the spirit that's written it. So when we look at the life of Jesus, um, we can look and start in the Gospel of John. I would say that that's one of the most, of the, of the four Gospels, the most powerful because it really talks about the life of Jesus and tells uh, the story from beginning to end. So I'm going to start there in John one one right at the beginning right and here here's what it says at the beginning it says in the beginning was the word and the word was god and the word (laughs) let me start again in the beginning was the word and the word was with god and the word was god that's a lot to say the same was in the beginning with god all things were made by him And without him was not anything made that was not made by him. In him was life, and that life was the light of men. And the light shone into the darkness, but the darkness comprehended it not. There was a man sent from God, and his name was John. The same came for a witness to bear witness of the light, that through him all might believe. He was not that light, but he was sent to bear witness of the light. That light, the true light, was the light of man that lights every man who comes into the world. He was in the world, and the world was made by him, and the world knew him not. He came into his own, and his own received him not. But as many as received him, he gave them power to become sons of God, even to those that believe on his name. And that's you, brothers and sisters, if you're listening to this message which were born not of blood, nor by the will of the flesh, nor by the will of man, but born of God. And the word was made flesh and dwelt among us, and we beheld his glory, the glory as the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. This passage here, 1 through 14, just talks about how in the beginning was the word, I've often said on these podcasts and in other places and books I've written that you really can't separate God 
who is a spirit from his word. John 6.63, Jesus even says, he said, the flesh profits you nothing. It's the spirit that gives life. And he said, these words that I speak to you, they are spirit and they are life. And we can see here that Jesus, you know, that the written word of God is, is written and inspired by the scripture given to us of God. So we could see Jesus on paper, but when we read him here uh, in the Bible on paper, the living word comes alive in us and reveals the word to us. So we know that Jesus is risen, he's alive, and he lives inside us believers. That's why the word of God doesn't make sense until you receive Jesus as Lord and Savior. And then all of a sudden it just explodes on you. Um, one of my favorite scriptures in the scripture that, that this podcast is based on is Hebrews eleven six, And it's in Hebrews eleven six. it says, without faith, it's impossible to please God. You must not only the, believe that he exists, but you, but you must know that he's a rewarder of those that diligently seek him. And I would say, brothers and sisters, the way you seek him is to immerse yourself in his word and in his spirit, but the two go hand in hand. I want to read to you too what, if we're going to walk this walk of faith that we say that we want to walk, we obviously know we have to put God first in our lives. And when we look at um, the scriptures, we see that right at the beginning before Jesus went into his ministry, he was led in, and this is in Matthew 4 and in Luke 4, he was led into the wilderness by the Spirit of God to be tempted. And how did he overcome this temptation? He overcame the temptation of the devil for us to show us how it's done. Jesus lived his life for us, but also as us. He, he, he came to came down to where we are so that he could bring us up to where he is. And how, how did he whoop the devil in the wilderness? With the word of God. And he said to the devil, every time there was three different temptations and each time Jesus responded to the devil's words of defeat and, and words of uh, given to inspire fear, he responded by saying, it is written, it is written that man does not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes out of the mouth of God. It is written, it is written, it is written. And throughout the scriptures, Jesus not only started, this is before, right before he was cast into his ministry, he overcame, or I like to say, he whooped the devil's butt with the word of God. And that's so powerful. If Jesus had to do that, how much more do we have to know the written word and by knowing the written word, we know the living word because the two go hand in hand and the two cannot be separated. I think it's so vital for us to also find time. A big part of my ministry is to encourage people to find time in the morning to get away with God. In um, Luke 5, 16, it says that Jesus often withdrew into the wilderness to find quiet places and to pray. And I think we should start out our day the same way if we're really seeking God. When we seek him, though, we want to look for him and find him in the scriptures. And he's not hard to find. You just have to look. That's all there is to it. If you're not seeking, you're just not looking, period. Um, 2 Timothy 2.15, I want to read this scripture to you just to talk about the power of the word of God. 2 Timothy 2.15, the apostle Paul 
encourages us to study, to show yourself approved of God, a workman that needs not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. Also in 2 Timothy 3.16, we're reminded that all scripture, all scripture, that word all means all, all scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, and for instruction in righteousness, so that the man of God may be perfect, thoroughly furnished unto all good works. Brothers and sisters, I want to encourage you today to start your day by filling up on the word of God. Give God, I tell people that haven't done this, give him 15, give him the first 15. I post a devotion on Facebook every day called The First 15, and I love it, and I think the gentleman that writes it is uh, uh, Craig Dennison, and it's beautifully, beautifully written. I encourage people to, to, if they haven't done this before, to give God the first 15 minutes of your day, and I'll tell you, you'll get hooked on it. Before you know, you'll be giving him a half hour and an hour, and I like to spend a couple hours, get up early in the morning, and I just look forward to hearing from God, and I find him in his word, and he speaks to me when it's quiet and there's nobody else up in the house except maybe me and, and Dandy. Um, I can, I can li- literally hear from him uh, speaking to me off the pages and in my spirit. And the two are one. And I encourage you to do the same. He's no respecter of persons. What, what he does for me, he would do for anybody. He, he longs for people that would diligently seek him and find him in the word. First John, I'm going to close with this. First John 2, um, 5 through 7, it says that uh, 1 John 2, 5 through 7 says, Whoever keeps his word in him, verily, means truly, is the love of God perfected. Hereby we know that we are in him. He that says that he abides in him ought to himself walk even as Jesus walked. Brethren, a new... Co- uh, uh, no new command do I give unto you, but an old command which you have heard from the beginning. The old commandment is the word, is the word which you have heard from the beginning. Obedience to God brings him to life. Obedience to his word. But we can't obey the word if we don't know the word. We can't obey the word if we can't say the word. We have to know the word of God to know him. Jesus had to do this in the exact same way. Jesus was not born speaking Hebrew. He had to be taught. It says in Luke 2.52 that Jesus grew in wisdom and in stature and in favor with God and man. He had to humble himself and to become like us. That's why we find Jesus as as a young boy in the temple at age 12, sitting under the word of God, hearing the word of God, listening to the word of God. You don't always have to have your face buried in the actual physical Bible to hear from the Word of God. There are wonderful podcasts. There's um, YouTube videos. There's so much content that's out there that I would just ask God how how um, He can speak to you best. I would say use all these mediums. Use podcasts. Use um, uh, obviously the written Word is the best place to go. And I love the Bible. I it's my most cherished cherished possession. I just absolutely love my Bible. I have a leather one. I even like to smell it. And I know that may sound sound weird to some people, but I think you're weird. 
if you don't love the Word of God. So I just wanted to just encourage you today to live a life, you know, in Hebrews eleven five, right before before the passage that I started out with, it talks about Enoch and how he walked with God. He was pleasing to God because he walked with God. The only thing you need, brothers and sisters, to walk with God is to want to walk with God. He wants to walk and talk with you every day. And the way that, that you do it, the best way to do it, the best way I know, the best way, the way that Jesus did it, is to know the written word of God to where you can say, no, it is written, it is written, it is written. For every adversity, God has a verse. So he has a verse for every adversity. He has a word in due season, the Bible says, to them that are weary. He always has a word for us to combat whatever situation we find ourselves in. And to know God is to know his word. The two cannot be separated. As I reminded you in the beginning, in the beginning was the word and the word was God and the word was with God and the word dwelt among us, Jesus, the living word. And he went back to the written word and we're to do the same today. So I wanna close by saying, I love you. I thank you for listening to this. I wanna speak a blessing over you. I bless you in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ by the power of the Holy Spirit. I thank you, Father God, for blessing the person listening to this podcast. You came, Lord, for each and every one of us individually. And I want to just bless whoever's listening to this, that they might know you through your written word and through your spirit, which dwells in us so mightily. God bless you, brothers and sisters.